All righty, uh, we are back, and uh, very happy to have the sheriff of Soviet County, Earl Tulon Jr., with us, and we welcome him for the new year. A happy new year to you, sir. Everything okay? Happy new year, Jay, to you and your listeners. Great having you aboard. Of course, sheriff will be with us uh, the first Wednesday, as opposed to the last Wednesday of the month, first Wednesday of uh, each month. Sheriff, give us a recap. New Year's Eve, any problems? We know security... Uh, at uh, on a, on a high alert all over the place as always, especially with what's going on with the protests and everything. Um, we've seen that throughout sporadically. Give me a sense what happened New Year's Eve. Go ahead. Well, luckily here in Long Island, we haven't had too many incidents. You know, we we do uh, understand that there are high tensions uh, across the nation, really across the globe, because of what's going on uh, worldwide. But you know, we're more focused on. Uh, not only that, but also when we're dealing with the holiday season, uh, people who are driving drunk, uh, who may be partying too much, and also the, the drug use that may occur at, at some uh, social gatherings. So, you know, more on a local level, that's what we're, we were most concerned about. Yep, no question. And uh, you guys uh, certainly uh, handled it in, uh, in high fashion, as always. Um, obviously, we got a new commissioner awaiting. Uh, the pick of uh, Ed Romaine and company uh, still to come. Give me a sense what you're feeling. Ronnie uh, Harrison uh, leaves the force. Uh, and uh, you know what What really, I think, propelled a lot of good things is when in the county over the last uh, year or so was the the, uh, the three-headed monster, I always say, between uh, you uh, between the DA, Ray Tierney, of course, uh, Commissioner Harrison, no Commissioner Harrison now. Give me a sense what your feeling here is, and do you have uh, sort of an inkling as to who the selection could be? Well, I have not been involved in any uh, talks or even discussions with uh, County Executive Romaine regarding a new police commissioner. Uh, I do know that um, uh, County Executive Romaine did announced that uh, Rob Waring, the chief of department, will be the acting commissioner. So I anticipate the uh, collaboration to continue between uh, the Suffolk County Police Department, the Sheriff's Office, and the District Attorney's Office. Uh, I feel very confident that um, whoever uh, steps into the role, and uh, Rodney Harrison has left a great legacy, uh, you know, working not only with us collaboratively in a fashion that we probably have not seen in a long time, but more importantly, um, you know, being an integral part with uh, Ray Tierney in solving, or at least having someone arrested uh, on three at least charges uh, for the Gilgo killings. I do anticipate, you know, we'll probably have a a meeting with him or her when uh, they are selected at some point where we can sit down and talk and get to know each other a little better and talk about our missions and how we can work uh, collaboratively uh, going forward to make sure our county is safe. You know, I'll tell you, we're talking with the Sheriff Altulon Jr. Uh, you know, Sheriff, obviously the inroads made into gang activity, uh, at the uh, drug situation with rings and whatnot being formulated and broken up over the years, um, especially when it comes to MS-13. I know there's going to be uh, a huge trial coming into play uh, somewhat in 2024, but the, the uh, inroads uh, gained and combating uh, have been uh, second to none. Uh, I know you can never leave your guard uh, down for one second. You make a trip recently uh, into the El Salvadorian area, of course, where uh, a lot of these gangs have been formulated here. But I know that uh, 
uh, it's always about trying to get an edge in things, and uh, we can never say we have eradicated the problem, uh, but certainly uh, always on guard here. Yes, and we have made inroads in slowing uh, MS-13 down with that three-headed monster that you previously spoke about. But more importantly, uh, we're looking to continue to expand our Corrections Intelligence Center. Uh, we currently have 50 partners throughout the nation and five international, uh, including El Salvador, Puerto Rico, um, uh, Dominican Republic, uh, the U.K., and also Australia that's working with us. And we're, getting, we're able to learn more and more trends about different gangs, different things that are occurring, not only nationwide, but internationally, so that we can support the course here in Suffolk County. Without question. Uh, talking with the sheriff. Sheriff, the fentanyl problem. Uh, we know it has been a, uh, a, a nationwide uh, massive problem with lives lost. Uh, and everything into uh, play here. We know the, the fentanyl has certainly uh, turned up in unceremonious places, even that of candy for kids. But in essence here, uh, give me a sense as we turn the page into the new year uh, as far as how you're going about your business and everything else, but certainly one of the top priorities uh, in line here is to make sure that this this situation does not elevate itself again. Yes, you know, we're, we're continuing to grow our school programming to make sure that our, our young children and also young adults understand the fentanyl. But working with, uh, you know, District Attorney Ray Tierney, you know, we had said uh, within the next week or two we're going to have some talks to continue to see how we can combat it. You know, one of my biggest issues is the, the way individuals are trying to smuggle uh, fentanyl inside of our jails. And, you know, as you and I have spoken previously, you know, fentanyl is worth almost 15 to 20 times more inside of a jail than it is uh, on as far as its street value. And so we're very concerned about that because, you know, individuals that will be ingesting fentanyl inside of our, our correctional facilities, not only does it cause, you know, could cause death, it's going to cause a lot of issues um, with individuals selling it, uh, you know, the men and women trying to smuggle it in uh, through visits or through mail are issues that we're contending with. So, you know, this is a, a, a huge issue, not just uh, from a community standpoint, but also from an incarceration standpoint. No doubt about it. Uh, talking with the sheriff. Sheriff, have you had any instances based on the uh, the inundated, inundated nature of it all in New York City, our big city, of course, with uh, asylum seekers and uh, certainly spillover effects. We've seen it uh, into the uh, the borderline between Queens and Nassau County pretty much as far as housing. Have we had any issues in uh, in the neck of woods of Suffolk County regarding this? You know, not to my knowledge, and um, nor in any of the conversations that I've had with um, any other law enforcement officials or even government officials. Uh, I, I do expect at some point to have uh, some talks or with the uh, Romaine administration on uh, various topics and to see, you know, this would be one that we're most concerned about with individuals that may be here uh, illegally who are um, committing crimes. And so we do not want our communities to be unsafe. And so we will continue to uh, monitor that issue. We do notice that, and, you know, it's been documented in the media that it really is on that Queens-Nassau border and really hasn't been on the Nassau-Suffolk border yet. Yeah, 
something to certainly uh, keep an eye on. Uh, as well, you know, we mentioned the protests and everything else regarding what's happening from the, uh, the, the Mideast attacks going back uh, into early October. We have seen uh, a lot of issues uh, in and around. Give me a sense as far as things happening, with, especially within the the confines of our education systems in schools and whatnot. I'm talking about anti-Semitism in general. Uh, have you seen a rise in that as far as uh, those types of incidents and uh, what we are doing to kind of suppress those situations? No, I think our school districts are, are doing a fantastic job in trying to educate uh, these young men and women who sometimes want to do stupid things. Sometimes it's just their immaturity, that, uh, and it's not necessarily uh, anti-Semitism. So surely there is anti-Semitism that is occurring uh, throughout the county and I'm sure throughout the nation. But more importantly, when we talk about the schools, the high schools, even sometimes you know, a middle school, it's some immature uh, young man or woman that's doing something that's just, uh, they think it's funny, you know, as, uh, you know, when uh, we saw a rash, unfortunately, of, um, you know, we noticed during uh, testing time, you know, kids will call in and say, you know, some sort of threat where there may have to be an evacuation, and it's really due to the immaturity of the young man or woman and not necessarily uh, a threat to the community. Yeah, no doubt about it. Something that, uh... Uh, to certainly keep an eye on as we as we get into 2024, Sheriff Toulon, uh, what would be on the uh, sheriff's priority list? Uh, you've done such a great job in the communities, outreach and everything else, kind of getting that communication line going between resident and enforcement. I'm sure that will continue in a really good way. Uh, what else could be on the docket at this point in time for yourself and and your staff? You know, more, the, one of the most important things is the DWI enforcement. We had more DWI arrests last year than we ever had before, so we're going to continue that enforcement because clearly the message isn't being received by uh, some of our residents. Uh, we're going to be hosting our fo- first-ever wellness conference really uh, to get a better understanding and also inform law enforcement officers about wellness programs for their agencies because it's very important that we take care of the men and women who are protecting and serving us who may be dealing with different issues and you know the machismo that they do not want to go and talk to anyone or seek assistance for what they may be dealing with is something that we want to combat so that uh, they can live a healthy lifestyle both mentally and physically uh, you know looking we really want to grow our programming with our schools and partner with as many school districts with our student ambassador program like we have in Central Islip our community relations unit, the Sandy Hook Promise. And then, you know, we have to think about the men and women that are in jail and why are they in jail. And those that 85%, as I often say, that are returning back to our communities who are going to be in the same supermarkets, stores, ball fields, religious institutions, as all of us are, how do we help these men and women so that they do not reoffend, so that they feel um, uh, some self-worth, and that they can go on and continue their lives in a law-abiding way? Yeah, no doubt about it. And, you know, you bring up an interesting point that DWIs, you know, the one thing that, especially when you do this type of job, is the incidents of horrific nature on the roads not necessarily maybe attributed uh, to uh, to driving under the influence, whether it be alcohol or drugs, but just 
uh, driving maybe at a high rate of speed. You know, a, a young man lost his life yesterday off the Cibadoys to Bay Expressway, a 17-year-old senior in Plain Edge. Uh, it's incidents like this that have just proven to be horrific in nature uh, over the last couple of months. It seems like on a daily basis we kind of relay a story of that kind. Um, you know, maybe uh, maybe a reinforcement of safe driving in general, you know, has to kind of be in play here. Um, but I think uh, I think people should kind of take note of the fact of, you know, keeping your speed down and everything else. I think we're kind of losing that aspect of driving safely. You are so right, Jane. I'll, I'll tell you uh, two accidents that I've seen recently on the Long Island Expressway were not due to uh, any alcohol or drugs. Uh, they were high rate of speed, as you just mentioned. And the other thing is the distracted driving, you know, where people think that they can text and continue this high rate of speed that they may be driving at and then either uh, realize that um, they're drifting, uh, there's something, you know, the, the person in front of them may have stopped for whatever reason or traffic is slowing down. They didn't realize it until it was too late and, you know, accidents have occurred. And so, you know, we really want to make sure that our, our especially our younger uh, drivers, are really understanding uh, what could occur if they're going to drive distracted and um, the dangers that, that can happen. No doubt about it. And uh, we want to see a decline in that. It, and, and, again, it's just out of control. Uh, it really is a number of incidents out there. Listen, always a pleasure to have you. We look forward to having you the first Wednesday of uh, every month, uh, sir. We really appreciate it. A very happy New Year and good luck and and uh, uh, keep it all going as far as safety for, for all of us here in Suffolk. How's that? Thank you very much, Jake. God bless you.